and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here, as always. And we have an important scheduling change, a program note, program note. Yeah. Uh, a way for you to plan your life the rest of the week around us doing our little uh, Brad and Britcast here live in the one thirty hour here in the East. We will not, we will not do anything on Thursday. We'll, we'll take that that day off um brit has to take the day off he's getting a shot in his ass somewhere i don't know what's it's true. in there it's true it's steroids it's just complete steroids steroids in his ass anyway yeah. w- what we're going to do is friday it's a bonus edition it's a special edition of someone's either going to get married someone's going to get bumped off or we're just going to be here it's a special edition and uh, that works out because thursday night will be the uh, all live uh, across the networks, January 6th, closing blockbuster by the uh, U.S. Congressional Committee investigating the uh, January 6th riot and uh, associated things with it. So that works out for us. We don't need to be on Thursday, but Friday we'll be able to we'll be able to. Uh, talk about that and that that works for us okay or as uh, professor jonathan hurley says nothing has fucking changed they've had nothing they've shown me nothing nothing is prosecutable not no no connection between trump and and anything that happened that would ever stand up in a courtroom nothing says professor jonathan turley this is what they this is really what he's hanging on to still yes Yes, because every time they, every time they have one of these things in the daytime and they go over to Fox News, they'll have these guests on. They go, "Oh shit, that's terrible for Donald Trump." Like they'll uh, talk to like the real news people during the daytime and they'll go, "Oh, that's fucking terrible for Donald Trump. That looks bad." Yeah. Uh, here you go. How, how did I find this? I, uh, I, this got linked up on Drudge to over to okay. the Hill, the newspaper, the Hill. Last chance hearing. January sixth committee has yet to establish a criminal case against Trump. Writes Jonathan Turley. Really? Yeah. Yep. Really? Yep. Uh, No clear criminal case against Trump. Uh, John Dean said Trump is in trouble. Lawrence Tribe said no doubt about it. Trump's felonies were shown without a doubt. On and on. No. Turley says bullshit. Nothing. Not a thing there. So, okay. Nothing to see here. Move on. Nothing to see. Yeah. Nothing to see. And, And you know what? Now that we bring this up, you will notice that the Stephen Colbert-inspired Capitol rioters from a few weeks ago, they escaped justice completely. (laughs) They have walked because liberal prosecutors (laughs) have said nothing happened. Oh, good goodbye. We we can't get you. These are the this is the uh, the Colbert nine. Right, <laughs> so five hundred. Yeah, with the Colbert Nine. Let me uh, and, let me translate what you just said. By escape justice, they did due diligence and they found nothing. Basically, is what happened. They they investigated and, and nothing happened. That's what escaping well, justice means to you, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear on this. Right, like 
<laughs> Speaking of making too much out of something, holy shit. Yeah, that on Fox, these people were the worst people since the 9-11 terrorists. Oh, and we didn't even talk about what happened on Fox, on, on Fox Television Network on Saturday night. We didn't even talk about it. When they used the, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees logos in the reflecting pond at the 9-11 memorial. At the, uh, yes, you, you haven't seen the story? Was this a technical gaffe that somebody no, made? No, it was on purpose done. You know, they have the little interstitials where they go, hey, it's Saturday night, it's baseball night in America, whatever the fuck it is. Then they did a little graphic thing, and they superimposed in those little squares where the Twin Towers stood, right, with the reflecting pool. There's the B, Old English. There's the interlocking NY. And it's base, It's America's baseball night on Fox. It was uh, people were rightfully outraged, very, very upset. Surprisingly, on Fox News, didn't get so much play. Didn't really get so much play on Fox News. And somebody did point that out like, oh, if this would have been ESPN, are you shitting me? You know, you know what I'm going to say? to, And, and you're, you're, of course, totally right. Yeah. But I have to put that in context to the real outrages of Fox News. <laughs> So there, therefore, okay. But I, I get. It. But some somebody there thought that was a good idea, didn't they? They thought that was a. a it wasn't a neat just one. It wasn't just one. I mean, that, that's like a several person. Like, hey, let's have a meeting. Like, four, like several people had to sign off on that. That doesn't just happen. Bobby, the intern, doesn't go ah, whip up some graphic and we'll insert it in the bottom of the seventh. You go ahead and do that. No, there's like a, there's like a whole process there. That that was a real fuck up by several folks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, got a list. Here we go. Uh, my backwards theory from the previous Brad and Britcast, my grandfathered-in theory on Clarence Thomas, mm-hmm. it may be wrong. Oh. Uh, where do people come from who moved to North Carolina? Uh, have the Republicans blamed Biden yet for the heat wave? Uh, we have Starsky and Hutch, we have Crockett and Tubbs, and now we have Elvis and Herschel. <clears throat> uh, Dr. Wizard of should be his name. Uh, uh, how about a slice of delicious American pie? <laughs> Any of those. They're all good. They're all, they're all excellent. They're all excellent. Let's go to, let's say, say that we have Georgia on our mind and uh, visit that that Senate race featuring former Heisman Trophy winner Herschel Walker, who continues to bumble, stumble, and really isn't out of the race. I don't think he's had – there are many polls that show him winning, but I think he's within striking distance of uh, Reverend Warnock, correct? He's in there, Britt. And you know what? He won the Heisman Trophy. So what did you win? Well, 40 years ago he won the Heisman Trophy, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, to be an FBI agent, Britt, I believe you have to either be a lawyer or an accountant. Right. They still, is that the rule? Is that the way it still is? I believe that's correct. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, they found this video of Herschel Walker from 2019. He uh, told uh, a group who would actually listen to him that he once took a gun, he was pissed, and he pursued a guy with the intent to kill him. He was mad, but he stopped because he saw that the guy had a honk if you love Jesus bumper sticker oh, on the back go. of the car. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this was 
a speech in September of 2019 to a bunch of soldiers at Joint Base Lewis McCord out in Tacoma, Washington. Hello. Hello. In his speech, Herschel first made a false claim that he's often repeated that he worked in law enforcement, which he did not. No. <clears throat> Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal, I think Shaquille O'Neal actually has worked in law enforcement. I think he's actually done some law enforcement stuff. Uh, I spent time at Quantico at the FBI training school. Oh, God. Uh, Y'all didn't know I was an agent, he said. Uh, then he told this quick story. He says, I grabbed my gun. He says, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Uh, I took off on uh, Route 183. I still remember the voices. Herschel, people are disrespecting you all the time. All right, stop, stop. So he's admitting that he hears voices. In his head, right? All of a sudden, this other voice comes into his head. Herschel, your parents didn't raise you like that. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Good angel, bad angel kind of stuff. Holy I thought shit. I was losing my mind. Yeah. As I got closer and closer, where I was going to meet this guy, I started to pray. And I said, Lord, I need some help right now. Uh, Herschel said that as he approached the man's truck, and, and I don't have a, a, a backstory here on why he was chasing this guy down. I don't. Um, um, that's not part of the story. I don't, I don't think he knows. I think the Lord just told him to chase him down. <laughs> right. So he approaches the guy in the truck. He's got his hand on his gun, and then he sees the bumper sticker, the honk if you love Jesus. And he ends the story by saying, that's what calmed me down. And apparently he's told several different versions of this story. Um. Uh, on and on it goes. So, so Herschel Walker is a is a guttural illiterate, yeah. and he also is the definition of some form of mental illness, which is interesting for this reason, because most mass murderers are not necessarily mentally ill, but that's the go to for the gun nuts and the gun defenders. We need to fix the mental health system, and then this wouldn't happen. Well, that's not really t- that. That really doesn't relate to mass shootings. Okay, people aren't necessary. These twenty-one, twenty-two-year-old white male, angry, incel, never had sex with a woman, losers, very often from broken homes. They're not necessarily mentally ill. However, Herschel Walker who fortunately hasn't committed mass murder. He's not allowed to because he's a black guy in his 60s. He just doesn't mm-hmm. fit the profile. He's not allowed to do it. No, uh, but he does uh, love Jesus. If but he, he's, he is. Do you have to have the honk? Do you have to have the honk if you love Jesus sticker? Can you just have the fish thing on there? Would that, would that have saved his ass or no? Mm. He's got uh, the little fishy fish on there, and that would have that would have done it? Yeah, and, but, but you are correct in that the uh, polling isn't what it should be. No, um, due to the tribalness, uh, Herschel Walker has more support than he deserves or or should have. But um, I think in the end, if Raphael Warnock was able to beat David Perdue, right, he should be able to beat Herschel Walker. Okay, because I really I really doubt that. Of course, the initial calculation by Trump who was the first guy to push Herschel Walker, right? Remember? He was exactly, the guy. Exactly, exactly. Um, Donald Trump instantly thought that the only way to beat a black guy like uh, Raphael Warnock, who Trump only believes is just 
a black guy who should be a senator right uh is to put another black guy up against him. they're all, they're all the same to him it's whether it's like a 270 pound guy who won the heisman trophy 40 years ago or a a, a a reverend who has chased civil rights and been a civil rights pioneer not a not a pioneer but certainly a guy who's been a hero to a lot of people for many many years a community organizer and activist they're all the same it's the same thing brad and the uh, guy who holds the position in the same church that martin luther king held correct more than a half century ago. A guy, so, a guy who has a deep and rich understanding of the civil rights struggle in this country versus a guy that 40 years ago took handoffs from Buck Ballou. Those are the same thing. Well, Those if I can boil it down to e e even more of a, a contrast here, um, you have a guy, Raphael Warnock, a well-educated, intelligent person versus a guttural moron. So that, that, <laughs> that's really the difference for me and i i've tried not to uh, there's no reason to attach any and, kind uh, of racial sadly sadly this is a triumph of morehouse over the university of georgia as well so, <laughs> not not really a great representative of the university of georgia is herschel walker um yeah i i, I can't wait if, if herschel walker is elected to the united states senate the cute photo ops with a football with tommy tupperville will be mwah, chef's kiss please let that happen please please let one of those guys fall on the football and have it shoved right up their ass. Well, j just think, and God forbid if Herschel Walker actually get elected, that would be quite a race down there at the bottom for the dumbest U.S. senator, wouldn't it, between Tuberville and Herschel Walker? It's, oh. it's hard. It's hard, man. That's it, a tough race. Le least knowledgeable person. Uh, Speaking of dumb Senate. potential senators, let's go up to Pennsylvania because you want to talk about it. You want to give us a Dr. Oz update, I believe. Well, did I say Pennsylvania? I meant New Jersey. Tee hee. Tee hee hee. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Dr. Oz is getting out fundraised. And by the way, I think you should call him Dr. Wizard of Oz. And here's the reason. Because what was the Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz was, of course, exposed as a fraud, a phony, behind Fake. the curtain. The right. man behind the curtain, right? That's right. the whole thing. Well, if that isn't the, the, the perfect metaphor in a political campaign like this one for Dr. Oz, who has that name, I don't know what is. I assume they've been using it at some level. I can't imagine that they haven't. Because um, you know, he doesn't even live in pennsylvania they've exposed that a million ways from from sunday yeah, he, he's never there his house is, is uh, still in the the new york suburbs of uh of new jersey anyway uh dr oz who from the very beginning of his campaign refused to uh, be interviewed by anyone except fox or super friendly other outlets you, you will not see him on cnn you will not see him on msm you will not see him on meet the prayer and it, never it's fox 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 only he went to the warm embrace of the laura ingram show on monday and uh laura who was a dead set against dr oz is now of course 100 percent for him right on right on board got I, he must be elected um and Oz is getting out fundraised by his opponent. Okay. Uh, Dr. Oz is getting well out fundraised by his opponent. That would be uh, Josh. What the fuck is his name? The uh, 
you know, the attorney general, who's the Democratic nominee. Right. Mm -hmm. um, or wait a minute. Hang on. I've got my ra uh, races crossed up. He's running against Fetterman. Fetterman is who he's running against. Yes. Yeah. This is for, this is for uh, right. This Fetterman, is, America's this favorite gym teacher. Right. Fetterman. Pennsylvania is fucked up. Okay. It is a fucked up place. It really is. But right. and that that Fetterman dynamic, I love so much because he does. He looks like your gym teacher and his wife looks like she's off the runway in Milan. Well, it's it's really bugging Republicans that, that Fetterman owns the populist space. Yeah. In a much more genuine manner. And it's yeah, it's it's real. You're right. Populism of Donald Trump and all the Trump acolytes. Is that it's, a fair way to put it? It's authentic. It's absolutely 100 percent authentic. He he really is down there in the grid of the people. Here's a guy. Uh, I, I don't know if he's a Pittsburgh or a Philly guy. You could see him hunched over at Tony looks with the juice dripping down his arm, munching on, uh, you know, a steak, a steak and cheese. You could see that happening. Right. And that, that's a real thing. He ain't faking it. He's as gritty as any some bitch that's out there in, on Broad Avenue in fucking Philadelphia. He's as gritty as any guy that's walking out of a plant in Pittsburgh. And you can you can sense that because you can't fake it because people spot that a mile away. He really is a hardcore some bitch. Well, Britt, you couldn't be more wrong. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Wizard of says of Fetterman, he's not a real populist. He's a pretend populist. I've spent my whole life, you know, working. My parents were immigrants. They understood the importance of dedicating your life to service. I'm a heart surgeon. I've invented devices. And, you know, I've been very active in a lot of endeavors just to make America a healthier and better place. If we can interject what he really means by that but won't say, I've been on a TV show for 20 years pushing quack solutions yeah. and, and quack products and selling shit. Yeah. I'm like the my pillow guy of medicine. Yeah. Oh. So he goes back to Fetterman and says, you know, the hoodie and the shorts and all that. It's cute if you're going to uh, maybe push a new line of uh, athleisure wear. Ha, 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 ha. But I think this is like serious stuff the country is facing. Right. So off you go. And um, hey, Dr. O Boy, again, th these are all races that are going to be really, really, really close. Uh I did see somebody saying I did see somebody saying that, you know, the Republicans could fuck this up with people like Dr. Oz and like yeah. Carrie Lake in Arizona and Herschel Walker in Georgia. This could be like one of those things where you have these joke candidates that scare the shit out of people. Yeah, I think on Friday, Friday, it is, it is the uh, the Arizona smackdown of all smackdowns that uh, Mike Pence and Trump on the same day are yeah. going to be out there endorsing two different Republican candidates um who are who are running for uh who are running for governor there right, right? They, carrie they, lake is uh the trump girl and what is the guy Ducey, or was that the guy's name the other the other fellow no no it's a, it's another woman this is oh, a, is it, it's another woman okay yeah I, I know the carrie lake is the one that donald trump wants to bang more than anything more maybe more than I, wants to bang his daughter this, i think this is for senate to run against mark kelly that's what that is yeah. have they by the way have they announced the uh the funeral arrangements, arrangements for Ivana? Have they, have, they, have they done that yet? Because I know he's such an attention whore. He's got to show up. He has to show up and have the spotlight on him completely and, and just do something completely inappropriate. I doubt it. It has to think, happen. And I don't think it'll be a public thing. I, he, uh, um, I mean, 
I, I, I like the way you're thinking, but I, I don't, she's just not, you know, he got divorced 30 years ago. So yeah, just move on from that one. She's like, I'm going to, Ivana would have wanted everybody. She would have wanted me to run for president. That's what she wanted. That was her dying wish. Yeah. We talked to each other. She still loved me until her dying day, and she wanted me to run for president. Believe me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure, like, her last words as she was nearing the bottom of the steps uh, was, uh, oh, Donald, please run. <laughs> please run for president in 2024. I don't care about me. I don't care if I make it. Please. You have to save the country. You must run. You must run. <laughs> All right. Uh, where happened. do people come from who moved to North Carolina? Uh-huh. Um, have the Republicans blamed Biden for the for the heat wave yet? Um, and a piece of American pie. I think it was piece of American sort of, pie. Sure. Let's do the uh, the Thomas theory because we discussed this. Ted Cruz has a hard on, pun intended, for gay marriage. So uh, what could be next? Interracial marriage? But we theorize that there would be a grandfather clause in there if they went yeah. after loving. Here's the story. Here's the story that, that makes me think twice. And I, I may I may have not understood this 100%. I think I've got it right, though. And, you know, this is a quality reporting from ProPublica. Mm. Uh, and remember, as I start into the story, what we said on the previous podcast, that that Clarence Thomas and Ted Cruz even said it out loud over the weekend, they're going to go after gay marriage. Yeah, they're going to go after birth control. They're going to go after everything. And then we think, well, maybe they'll leave interracial marriage alone because uh, Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman, so he wouldn't want to rule against himself. And then our out on that would be, yes, he would. He would rule against it. But it would just be from that moment on. All previous interracial marriages would still stand. You can't invalidate people. You can't annul people's marriages based on an old Supreme, a new Supreme Court rule. Okay. And, and that why was would what that? We and why would that make sense based on uh, Clarence Thomas's life history? Well, he's all about having the door opened for him and then closing it right behind him for Perfect. others, right? right? Perfect. Okay. So now we have. Um, a guy out in Arizona and four years after the uh, woman ended an unwanted pregnancy with abortion pills, she's getting sued by the guy who is her ex-husband because he wants to establish an estate for the embryo, which had been aborted in its seventh week of development. This happened four years ago and he's now filing a wrongful death lawsuit against the clinic and the doctors. Uh, he's updating that suit from 2020. It was going nowhere, but it appears to have gotten some energy now because of the Supreme Court ruling. And you know what's going on in all of these states. It isn't necessarily in the criminal sphere that folks are going to be bounty hunters and they're going to be turning in people who the, the Uber drivers who drove people to an abortion clinic or someone who helped you get across a state line, which I can't believe that's going to happen, but, but I'm going to try to fucking figure that out, too. Um, but uh, in in this case, like many, these are civil suits, okay? They're Correct. not because a, a person can't file criminal charges against, but you can file a civil lawsuit against anyone. So what what does that mean? 
that that means that it's 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 very possible now that if you're going to allow backwards looking civil suits against something that was legal mm-hmm. that is now legal maybe that's what Clarence Thomas and the Supreme Court would do this time how you could sue someone over their interracial marriage in a civil court when it was completely that that's too stupid to talk about but at this point there's nothing too stupid that can't happen if they try to fashion crazy ass laws to adhere to their ideology that's what got my that's what got my uh attention so ProPublica across the United States people have sued for negligence in the death of a fetus or an embryo where a person gets killed in a car crash or pregnancy was lost because of alleged wrongdoing by a physician again negligence that's going to be a civil suit right not a that's what happened to OJ Simpson right he got nailed in the civil suit but he got away in the the uh, criminal court but a court action claiming the wrongful death of an aborted embryo or fetus is a much more novel i hate that word being used now connected with so a novel strategy a novel strategy is my definition of that is something you've just pulled out of your ass <laughs> isn't it yeah sort of yeah yeah uh experts say this rare tactic could become more common anti-abortion groups have signaled their desire to further limit reproductive rights following the dobbs versus uh jackson women's health supreme court ruling so uh look if it's good enough for abortion, it's, it is good enough for contraception. It's good enough for gay marriage. It's good enough It's good enough for everything. It's good enough well, for everything. I told you these, this the back in the 90s, there were some, and I think this was after, maybe this is 89, that Minnesota decision. There were some really ingenious doc, the lawyers that came up with the idea of women who were pregnant behind bars filing a wrongful imprisonment suit on behalf of the fetus. So if we're going to take this all the way, let's take it all the way. It can be annoying on both sides of this thing. Not much more to say about that. If you're going to go to war, let's go to war. I mean, this is, this is what we're doing, and this is what, hey, if we think it's such a great idea for the states to decide this shit, if we think it's way different for uh, you should absolutely not have the same rights in Arkansas as you do in California, damn it. You know, take it all the way. All right, we got our two, we got our two uh, fun stories here. Uh, how about a delicious slice of American pie? Or where do people move to North Carolina from? Where are they coming from? Let's do that one. Let's do uh, where do people move to North Carolina from? All right. That's always a, kind of a you know, they, they always update this. Um, this is the uh, National Movers Study once more. And uh, where are they coming from? They, have, there's, they go from 30 to 1. Where do you want me to start? I want to start with 30. That's too many. Let's start with 15. Sure. All right. And if there's any that you think of that aren't in the top 15, then, you know, it's not quite so many. 15th is Colorado. 14th is Michigan. 13th is Illinois. 12th is Ohio. 11th is Tennessee. You would have thought more people from Tennessee. It's right next door, right? It's weird. My, my mother used to work for this company back in the 70s, and there was a guy who was coming from Tennessee to work in North Carolina. He found out that there was state income tax, and he turned the job down. Stayed in Tennessee. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 10th, Pennsylvania. 9th, Maryland. 8th, Texas. That's a Texas. weird one. We got 14,200 people moving. I guess, I guess they want their power to be on all the time or something. Pigs. Uh, 7th, New Jersey. Yeah. 6th. Now, this might get your attention. And, uh, you know, th- this is a year or a year and a half old, so it might be not perfect, but it's good enough. We could get the point. Here. California. California. I get, I get some of those, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, the, we're under the impression that uh, the only place people move to from California is uh, either Idaho right. or north to yeah. Oregon and Washington, maybe over to Nevada. Some move to Arizona, but I'll bet that's been cut off because of the the uh, the, the weather of uh, Arizona, which has just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. You're, well, it's a massive you, you, you were, When you were a kid, when you were a yeah. kid, you you would hear about people that would retire to Arizona. Why? Because the air is dry and it was perfect for my allergies and the weather. So, and now it's just unbearable. I mean, eight months of the year you have to be inside with the air conditioning on. It is that. Well, there's a uh, throughout all of Western states. Really, there's a massive drought. I mean, a massive generational drought. Right. Uh, that, that that's killing them. They're doing that desalination plant in uh, California, that massive, massive that. thing. Yeah, ain't, yeah, ain't going to happen fast enough. Whew, that is a hell of a deal. All right, uh, we're to the top five now. This is where it really matters. Fifth is Georgia. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Number four, New York. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Number three, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Uh, number two, Virginia. Okay, yeah. so geographic. So what does that leave in the number one spot? And I'm just guessing that even though this is a year and a half old, it takes them forever to calculate this kind of shit. But I'll just bet you it's even more pronounced now. You ready? Ready. Florida. Florida. Yeah, there it is. I'll tell you this. In the 1980s, Rand McNally had a, uh, a study, one of their lists, like the number one place to retire in America. Remember they used to do that? Yeah. And this would have been 83, 84, 85, somewhere in there. They did pick Transylvania County, where I grew up, as the number one place. It was on the Today Show. It made the media. It, it changed the demographics of that county right. and no, nothing for has decades. Changed. Nothing has changed. It, it, no. It's even more so. And I'll bet you, you know, obviously, all those people coming up from Florida or North Carolina don't have tons of money. They're not all rich. But I'll well, bet you a lot of them who do have a lot of money because uh, – uh, you know, they might have had a house here and a house there. Now they've decided, oh, I think we'll just have a house here. Um, I would be yeah. interested. I would be interested to see the the what the 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 price of real estate in terms of inflation or whatever has gone up over the past thirty years in the mountains of North Carolina, just based on folks from Florida coming up into the Cashers area and into Transylvania County and Jackson County and Murphy and in those areas. It must have just just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, but there's a lot. When you said Georgia, there's a lot of folks who are pretty well-to-do in Atlanta that also have homes in the mountains of North Carolina because it's not that far a drive. Um, up in the Lake Toxaway area, I know that there you had like the Fortune 500 companies, Coca-Cola, Home Depot that are in Atlanta. They had folks who were on the board of directors and who were CEOs and COOs of those companies that had houses on that lake. Uh, let, me, uh, let me pick one from out of that 15 beyond it. 
that's a little interesting here, I think. In 24th place, Hawaii. With 3,000 people move from Hawaii to North Carolina. Now, that's, a, that's an interesting call. I don't see it? it. I don't see it. I don't know how that happens. I'd, I'd really be interested to talk to somebody who made that move. And, and uh, looking at it from the different direction, of people who left Hawaii, North Carolina was the seventh most common destination. So, right. again, you would think that they, they leave Hawaii. Where do they go? They go to California. They go California. to California. Sure. And, and if they don't go to the West Coast, they certainly don't come all the way to the East Coast. Uh, you know, to, to remember to someone in Hawaii, we're, we're the same as New York in terms of distance. But also, like, where, where are the people in Hawaii moving? Are they moving to some of the larger cities like your Durham's or your Charlotte's? Are they moving to the mountains or the beach? I don't, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to find out where these folks are moving to when they come. Well, they're, they're moving to where the palm trees are because it, <laughs> it makes them feel at home. I don't know if they're headed to Wilmington or I don't know if they're headed, you know, I don't, I don't know where no, these guys are going. I'm sure they're scattered. All right. Uh, uh, enough of that. All right. One more. One more. Let's take a nice, delicious piece of American pie. All right. What's this one? I don't even know what this one is. Well, um, do you have Paramount Plus? I do. Well, today, I believe it uh, debuts. Don McClain is talking for the first time and cooperating. And there, it's a, I guess it's about an hour and a half, two hour long doc on the song with uh, everybody talking, him talking, everybody's in on it. Um, and uh, the reviews I've read of it are really pretty good. Now, I, I stopped with the explanation of American Pie years ago when uh, the great then Chicago disc jockey at WCFL, Bob Dearborn, wrote a treatise and explained it line by line. But that was just Bob Dearborn, Okay. Uh, and, and I guess McLean has sat back for years and, and probably listened to all this stuff and everybody trying to figure out what he meant by this, what he meant by that. We would get and, these uh, questions when we were playing Trivial Pursuit back in the 80s. And it would be like, who was the devil in American Pie? And I think the answer was Mick Jagger. You were supposed to know this stuff. Right. Right. Um, and so I'm looking. What, were you born in 70 or 71? 1970. Okay, so you're 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 a year old. You're in your crib, and Mama's playing this song for you over and over again, right? Yeah, it just know. it was in your head. You I, couldn't I get away, from it, even I, as I a don't, kid. Right? I don't know the first time I heard that song, but I thought, God damn, nobody could have figured out an edit on this thing. <laughs> yeah, well, why why isn't there a two minute version of it? Uh, actually, <laughs> hang on. If if I recall, I could be wrong about this. When they put it out on a forty five, it was one of those where they split it. They put oh half yeah, front front and back because that's shit. It's maybe, like the, I, I, I could be completely the, wrong about no, that, but why that do sound, I think that? That sounds right because that's what they did with like what I what I say by Ray Charles. They did the same thing where they just faded it out and they started it back up on the other side. They did shit like that all the time. So they, they, it looks like they talk with everybody: Garth Brooks, Weird Al, Brian Wilson, okay. Richie Valens' sister, who wait of minute, course wait made the music side is. You know, I understand. You know. I understand those other people, but Weird Al. <laughs> Who was the who was the producer that goes, you know who's well, really gonna you know who's really gonna seal the deal on this thing? Yankovic. We gotta get him. Well, that's it's funny you should say that because uh, actually, I mean, I have a lot of respect for him musically I, because I like what him. he does. He's a, good know, he's, guy. he's a pretty great musician. And and I don't know whether he's done a parody of American Pot. He probably has. Maybe uh, somewhere. You know, uh, he never does those things without getting permission. 
Oh, I know. I know. If they don't, if they don't bless it, he doesn't do it. If they, if they're like, no, fuck you, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing. It. That would be interesting if he got the permission from. Well, I, I'm kind of pissed because I, I, I thought this should be one of life's great mysteries. We should just leave this one alone. Let Don McLean die. Let you know, and maybe. 30 years after he dies, there's a note somewhere with all of the, this means this and this means, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed that it's going to be explained to us, but I'll, I'll watch the thing for sure. I'll definitely see, I'll watch it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Aren't you, aren't aren't you a little of the opinion that we should have some mysteries in life. There shouldn't be everything that's spoon fed to us. Right. Well, wait, wait a minute. Hang on. If, if the guy waits 51 years, Okay, that's not exactly uh, giving up the ghost right after, right after it, it it got famous. <laughs> I mean, does does he have to die with with uh, those secrets? Is is that a better thing? No, let him. I understand us. that. I understand he's going to also reveal that Vincent was about Picasso. Weird. What the? No, it was about Vincent Price. Oh, it was about the great Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Yeah. I believe you. I believe you also had a story. You said when? It, when is uh, when are the Republicans going to blame Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. for the heat wave? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good one. And and I I I did that. I threw up a Facebook meme on that. When are they going to start blaming? Because he gets blamed. Everything else is his fault, right? It, just everything. We know that. That's just the way it works. And uh, with a willing mainstream press writing stories about how Joe Biden is in trouble because. And they pretend that they are apart from the piling on. But that's a different story. We'll leave right, that alone. Right. That just comes with the territory. And uh, there's not much you can do about it. So we're going back up to Pennsylvania, unfortunately. Right. Uh, in April, Doug Mastriano, who is the now Republican nominee for uh, governor, right? <laughs> He's the Republican nominee for governor against Josh Shapiro, the attorney general. He was recording a Facebook live video to the Philadelphia Inquirer uh, on his phone when he started talking about global warming. And he wasn't the nominee yet, right? He was just a, he was a wannabe. He said he wanted to pull the state of Pennsylvania out of the program that they had up there to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Cause of course it was his word nonsense that human activity could significantly alter the earth's climate. That's kind of a biblical thing, right? We can't control it. It's in control of God, right? <clears throat> he just says it's a theory. He says that's all based on pop science he says the weatherman can't get the weather right 24 hours out. So how can we know about this global warming crap? Uh, and then Mastriano, to support that theory, which is not a theory, it's just stupidity. He referred to an event in his life. About 1970, he's in Washington, D.C. He's a Cub Scout, 1970. You're just being born. All right. He's a Cub Scout. He's a right. couple years older than you. Environmentalists had already been warning because this is the beginning of Earth Day. I think 1970 was the yeah, first Earth Day. I think that's correct. Right. Uh, he says, and, and this is him quoting. Now, don't jump in here because it's stupid. Okay. Uh, environmentalists, he said, were warning that when the Earth's population reached a billion, 
there would be a major catastrophe. That was the outrage and the fear back then. This is Mastriano speaking. There was no global catastrophe, and the population of the world finally hit a billion, and they talked about it like it was like climate change. And, of course, the stupidity of that, not to get too picky, but when he said back in 1970 when the population of the world would reach a billion, the whole shit would fall down according the population of the world was already 3.7 billion but let's not let that get in the way no 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 of the brilliance it could have been true and it should have been true right right they they, they were off in the count uh anyway so he yanks the he yanks the facebook video down which as you know there's no such thing as taking a facebook video down especially if it's been up for seven months, and you're the fucking candidate. What do you don't think that that's been grabbed and held on to? Or, what do you think that people were going to be on your Facebook page and then see that from back then? And that so if you just take it down from back, that's how stupid this guy is, right? Right. Off he goes. Off he goes. Um, and we got a lot of heat around the world. So far, Britt, we've been in kind of the sweet spot of America for weather the last few weeks, right? We're only hitting yeah, 92, 93. Which is hot enough, but no, rain. it's nothing Yeah, it's nothing like yeah. what's going on across. I know in Texas, I saw that they don't, it's been such uh, terrible heat and such drought. They've had to slaughter a bunch of cows because they, the cows don't have grass to eat. So they've had to slaughter. And I assume this is going to flood the market with beef and the price of beef will go down, right? Probably probably not going to happen no but they they are having to slaughter a lot of cows because they just can't feed them not with grass right yeah uh, it's been it's been very very not good and i guess europe is now the place that's really getting pounded yeah yeah and uh the amount of air conditioning that they have in europe of course is very small compared to what we have what we have here in britain depending on which uh news source it's it's anywhere from 1% to 5% of homes have air conditioning. So even 5% is not much. And what that really means is only rich people have air conditioning in the United Kingdom. In the United States, it's not just rich people that have air conditioning. So we're better. We win. It pisses we me win. off. pisses me off that poor people get air conditioning. I also understand they have refrigerators and microwaves now. Yeah. Do you remember That's that a few? Do you remember that a few years ago when they would do that on Fox Business? They would they would illustrate to their their audience what poor people have. Yeah, poor people have this. This. Do you remember Barney would go through the, the charts thing, right? Big screen, flat color TV, flat, flat screen color TV. A, a Neil Bortz pejorative was to accuse someone of having rented furniture, like. From time to time, Neil Bortz would do this pseudo-racist stuff and just kind of forget that he was in Atlanta. But then he wasn't in Atlanta, and he would do the show from, like, Naples down in Florida, and he felt really super comfortable doing some super racist shit. Like, really, especially after his producer, Royal Marshall, died. That's when he felt like he was really feeling it after that. You know, there was no barrier. But, Britt, don't, you know, and, and Neil's been off the air now for, for many years, been many years. He did not, like us, he did not bridge into the trump era no he didn't. and i i would love to
to hear his take. Oh, he's I, I've, I've seen him. I mean, I've been banned, uh, I think, by him on two different Twitter accounts. He's not a defender, is he? No, 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 no. He's, he, he hits Trump pretty good. But he also kind of nibbles around the edges at certain things, too. So, I mean, there, but he, he does kill Trump. There's no doubt about it. Um, speaking of which, this is the quote from Donald Trump. He tell, telling golfers to join that Live Golf Tour. That's the Saudi tour. Take the money now despite pressure from 9-11 families. And here's that quote. Daughter of 9-11 victim destroys Trump and CNN on CNN for hosting the Saudi golf tournament. This is blood money that you're taking. Um, this is, they're going to have the big event at the Trump golf course. Is that the one in Bettingfield? Is that where they're going to have it? Or is it the one, is it the one in Florida where they're going to have that event? Uh, I think the one is in New Jersey and yeah. then is that the last one would be at the Doral down? Oh, so he's doubling down with Saudi, with that Saudi one. I, mean, yeah. I love the fact yeah. that he spent whatever amount of money he spent to buy the uh, storied Turnberry golf course. Is that in Ireland? Scotland. 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 Turnberry. And 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 uh, they knocked it out of the rotation for the British Open because of yeah, that. They, they knocked yeah. it out. I love yeah. that. I the people. I, that's so the, fantastic. The people in Scotland, and I think there's a documentary about this. God bless the Scottish people because they have been up his ass ever since he purchased one acre of land in Scotland. They have they have absolutely hounded the shit out of him using every legal means possible. You know what what he thinks of things in the, in the real world is 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 stupid and irrelevant, but because people follow him, pay attention to him. I would assume then, if he's all in on the uh, Saudis uh, throwing around their money in an American, a largely you know, American-based sport, um, although of course golf is worldwide, I understand that. But uh, going after the the American entity, the organizing principle around professional golf, the PGA, and Trump's cool with the Saudis just just crushing it with as much money as possible, then he must be 100% understanding of Joe Biden traveling to Saudi Arabia to smooth things over, get some business done, and uh, would be the last guy to express fake outrage over a fist bump, right? I haven't seen what his reaction to that was. It's, of course, golf is more important than what a president does that's the with, a, with a, a sleazy leader like uh uh you know ben salman but uh yeah. that's the beauty we, of we this didn't whole talk thing. about this we didn't talk about this on the first way i i think it's fake outrage for this reason the the, the, fist bump, the fist bump because that was the absolute most bare minimum thing that Correct. joe biden could do it Correct. wasn't like it wasn't even a smiling fist bump. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a great to see you fist bump. It's it an acknowledgement. A, uh, it's just nice hey, country here. you have here fist bump. It was I'm gonna fucking roll my eyes. Yep. The fist, and let's get let's get on with the shit. They, okay. they lose their shit over him doing that. But meanwhile, here's my here's here's Donald Trump obviously tonning the money. He's in bed with the Saudis to the nth degree, hosting these golf tournaments and shit. But they give what? Joe Biden shit for going over there and meeting with Ben Solomon. What, what does Joe Biden have any kind of history? as a senator, as vice president and president of cozying up to the worst dictators in the world, like Putin no, or President Xi 
right. or the guy in the Philippines or hungry. What's his name in North Korea. No. Right. no. All right. This gives so, me an opportunity. By, by the way, this gives me an opportunity to talk about the uh, the Phil Mickelson book by Alan Shipnick. I got it on Audible, which you can get through uh, shop.bradandbrit.com. That's our, that's our Amazon store. The book is really, really good. And it's not just a diatribe about Phil Mickelson, who has signed up to be on this tour for an ungodly amount of money. Um, it's there's it's a very, very good book about and it doesn't just kill him on stuff. It also has some very good stories about stuff that he's done for handicapped children and for people who were like club attendants and stuff like that. So I, I, I think it's pretty good. It's called Phil by Alan Shipnick, if you want to look at that. So you're you're making a case. God forbid that, that we do something that's fair and rational. <laughs> right. That uh, Phil Mickelson, who has uh, publicly done some of the dumbest things that an athlete could have ever done. Correct. That's not the 100% full measure of Phil Mickelson that there might actually be more to him than that. Is I'm, that what you're saying? Are you daring to say that? I'm also saying that it's okay to beat the shit out of him for this thing with the Saudis. I'm also saying that it's perfectly fine for anybody that wants to take the whooping stick to him to just pound on him like you're cleaning out a rug. So, Britt, Brit, it's it's the Jerry Lewis problem. Yeah. Okay. No one ever raised more money for charity on an individual basis in the history of the country than Jerry Lewis. That's right. True. Yet at the same time, he was a, a, a bastard to so many people in the movie business and people that worked with him. And he was an impossible human being. He so was. there were two sides to Jerry Lewis. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And, it, and by all accounts, Phil is a devoted father and husband. And he stood by his wife through some very difficult health times. He gets credit for all that stuff. But that doesn't excuse him all of a sudden grabbing the wheelbarrow and telling the Saudis just loaded up, boys.